hello 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 and welcome to the drop the fl podcast i am so pumped that you're here thank you for tuning in this is my first episode of this podcast ever and i'm so excited to talk about failure we are going to talk about everything failure related and we are going to get comfortable saying the word and we're just going to recognize that there is so much growth and change that comes from that and we just got to stop being afraid of it so yeah thanks for being here i have been thinking of doing this podcast for over a year um and it's just very exciting that you're here so i'm just going to tell you a little bit about myself so that we can get comfortable and this can just be a conversation between two friends. So if you don't know me, my name is Nagar and I'm 23 years old. I'm currently uh, doing my first year of my master's in public health at UBC and I'm recording this podcast on the ancestral and unceded territory of the Musqueam people. I'm very grateful to be here and to have had a chance to move to Vancouver. Um, I actually came to Canada um, from Iran when I was 10, so I wasn't born in Canada. And that, I think, played a role into the way that I see failure, just being as an as an immigrant and the expectations that come with immigrating to Canada. Um, I did my undergrad and master's, so if you're a fellow marauder, hello. Um, and I'm currently here. And pretty much my whole life, I've struggled with the idea of failure. Um, and I think that really started early on. I think I've always been super competitive in school, wanting to, you know, get the best marks. I remember um, having a lot of anxiety in grade nine, which honestly, when you look back when you're 23 and when you were like in grade nine, you just are like, I cannot believe I was stressed and anxious during that time of my life. And I was like afraid of failing a test or um, failing in many different ways. Maybe it would be not finding friends or not fitting in. And I just think failure can come in so many shapes and forms. And we just don't talk about it. So I feel like one of the main things that really made me realize this is um, when I was in first year at McMaster, um, we had this little um, kind of mentorship program, mentorship circle, and there was a lot of people we looked up to. And I remember we did this activity where they shared um, a resume of failure from um, the person at that time, which was the MSU president, like the uh, president of the student union and there were so many things that she failed at and like nobody would ever show you their resume of failures and I think it was like such an eye-opening moment for me because I was like wow like this person that I really look up to and I think are is super super successful has failed so many times and I think as like someone who was coming into their first year that was like such a comforting moment um and I think it made me realize moving forward that like we just don't recognize how much people fail around us and especially those people that we look up to and how comforting that idea can be and also really like allow you to breathe if you make a mistake or if things don't go your way. Um, And to kind of get this podcast started before I tell you about, you know, what my personal experience has been with failure... Um, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about how this podcast is going to be shaped. So I'm just going to start talking a little bit about my personal experience and where I failed in my life and how that has shaped who I am as a person. And then I'm going to be bringing in guests um, so that they can talk about their experiences. So people you look up to, people um, 
like whoever you want to see on this podcast and I think there's just like no limit to who I can reach out to because the sky's the limit um and like my friends and my family and just like people I know that um have gone through very turbulent times but have come um out on the other end just super amazing so I just think that that's kind of going to be the format of the podcast you can expect an episode a month um and then we'll just kind of go from there um but yeah like I mean let's get started let me let me spill the tea about my life to you okay so I think there's a specific period of my life um when I was in my third year of university and if my friends are listening to this they know exactly what I'm going to talk about because I had a rough time in my third year of undergrad and pretty much I think it wasn't like the first time I had dealt with failure but I think it was one of the first times that I had felt with felt a lot of rejection and this was a time where I was applying to co-op I was in a co-op program so my goal was to get a job and we had started applying in September and we had to have a job by January. So deadlines were tight. I was in five courses, working a job, and I had extracurricular. I just had a lot on my plate and a lot going on. And I just remember going into my first, we had like a little class um, alongside our co-op that was supposed to help us with resume building and cover letter and whatnot. And I remember going to this first class in September where they tell you like the details and like what you should expect and they told us that by the end of September and this was beginning of September we should at least apply to 20 jobs and I remember leaving that talk and that little class and I was so so freaking overwhelmed um and I was like oh my god like I how am I gonna do this and let me tell you I didn't do it because by the end of September, I had only applied to a single job. I took my precious time writing my cover letter and it literally took me forever and I applied to my first job at the end of September. And by October, I had only applied to a couple jobs, maybe had gotten one interview or so, but by October, other people started securing positions um, for the winter. And then the stress really started to settle in for me. I was like, oh my God, like people are getting positions. I haven't gotten a position. And I think the the feeling of failure really comes in not just from your own expectations, but from the idea of comparing yourself to everybody else. So pretty much um, all of October, I was still applying. And by the end of it, I still didn't have a job and everybody that I almost knew around me had a job and I had gotten a couple of rejections. There was a couple of jobs that I had like really set my eye on and still got rejected from. And then come November, I heard back from this lab that I was looking at at Sick Kids Hospital and um, I remember going to the interview, still being unsure of how this was going to play out. And to kind of bring it back, I had kind of dreamed of working at SickKids since I was little, honestly, since I was probably in my teen years. And I just, you know, like just never envisioned that I would work there as like my co-op. But I applied for this position, had an interview, and I ended up getting it in late November. And this was like late. This was like right before exam season was hitting. Like I was still like one of the few people who didn't have a job. And 
I ended up getting the position and I remember exactly the feeling I had when I received that job offer. I was like sitting in my room upstairs um, and I was home for the weekend and I got the offer and I literally cried and I went to my parents. I took them out that day and it felt like the biggest relief of my entire life. But before I got to this point, I failed a ton and I got a, a lot of rejections before I even got here. And I think that is kind of the purpose of the thing that I want to talk about is you don't just get to your successes. Like if I hadn't told you this backstory, you would have thought that, oh, like that must have been easy for you. You got a job at the boat. But that whole process leading up to me getting this job was like absolute chaos, lots of stress, lots of being overwhelmed, lots of negative self-talk, which is kind of horrible and really didn't help my mental health at that point in my life. But yeah, I think the main point is being, you don't just see the outcome, but what the process had been. And one thing that I've been able to really try to wrap my, my head around um, since, you know, applying to jobs and programs and, you know, just existing in our society is, honestly, rejection is a huge, huge redirection. And there is something, there is a plan out there, there is things that you're going to be doing that at some point in time you might think that this job is the job that you really want but there's another job out there that's going to be incredibly amazing for you um but I think going back to the idea of failure um there's a couple of things that I think helped me deal um with failure during that time and I just kind of want to list it out because I think maybe it'll be helpful to somebody out there so number one is have a good group of friends around you. I had a lot of open, honest conversation with my friends and I wanted to make sure that I was able to be happy and present for their success while understanding that I was struggling on my own. And I think that can be a really tricky thing to navigate and that can be its own separate conversation. Um, but I think having friends where you can have open, honest conversation about how you're feeling and they can be there for you and help you um, and offer you advice is really really important number two is cut out the negative self-talk like that shit is cancerous like it is bad it is horrible to have such negative self-talk because we didn't get this job or we didn't get into this program because it's not fair to ourselves you know like we are putting the best that we can at a certain time out there and the expectation to fully succeed every time is unrealistic and unfair to our minds because it's just not always possible. And I think the negative self-talk then feeds itself into the societal expectation that you're supposed to, you know, if you don't get something or if you fail at getting a job or if you fail a test or whatever, that you're dumb or that you're not worthy. And those things are simply not true. If you get rejected from 500 jobs, you're still, you are still an amazing person. Like those things are not definitive of the type of person you are. And I think that's really, really important, like cutting out the negative self-talk and that kind of goes hand in hand with having good friends who can support you and remind you of how amazing you are. And I think number three 
is looking around you and seeing and talking to other people about their failures is going to make you understand that you are not alone. Um, And this is a really interesting actually point is I was recently reading Barack Obama's book and there is this point that he talks about being 40 and being broke and not having a proper job and that his marriage was like not going well and he didn't have anything to figure out. So what's up with these timelines that we've created in our society that we need to have everything figured out by by the time we're 23 or by the time we're 25? Because Barack Obama, if you look at it from the outside, you're going to be like, oh my god, he is incredible, he's amazing, he's achieved all these great things, he was literally the president of the United States. But like at 40, he thought that he was lost and didn't have it all figured out, so how come we don't give ourselves the same grace that we give other people? And that goes into my last point is like, be kind to yourself. And I think through failure and through turbulence in life is treat yourself the way that you would treat a friend. If a friend came to you and said, oh my God, like I've been applying to these jobs and I haven't gotten them. Like I feel absolutely crap. Would you tell them that they are stupid or unworthy or that they're not going to get anywhere in life and that this is a reflection of who they are um probably not and if you do then i mean i don't know you're not a great friend you should definitely look into that but you would be supportive of that person so how can we not show up for ourselves the way that we show up for other people and like how is that fair to ourselves? and so i think being the friend that you need for yourself in times where other people can't be there for you is so, so crucial. And reminding yourself that failure does not define you. And honestly, like it builds resilience and it builds who you are. If I didn't have all these different stories of how I failed and where I, how I came to be here, like that those failures and those little changes and things that happen they shape your life and your story and I think that's incredible to think about and how you come back from a failure and how you come back from um something that may have set you back so yeah I think that's just kind of the the little start that I wanted to have with you guys I I just want to really remind you that it's okay if you fail it's okay if you fail multiple times. It's okay if you don't have it figured out. It's okay if it's just if it's just all too confusing and in you're in your 20s you don't know or you're in your 30s you don't know. And yeah, I think that's just an important thing to remind yourself of that it's okay and you're not alone in it and there's so many other people who feel this way. So let's just start breaking the stigma around talking about failure and let's normalize chatting about it let's normalize telling other people about it and just being there for each other throughout this whole process and not letting society's expectation take over and only share the good times with other people you know what i mean i will leave you with this one last thought that rejection is an absolute redirection of your life And that the things that are meant for you will not escape you. Um, But yeah, thank you so much guys for listening, for being here with me. It has been amazing to chat with you. Um, I would love to hear about your experiences of failure and who you want to see on this podcast. So please DM me on Instagram at Nagar Asli. It's three eyes. 
Um, and hopefully I can make a Twitter or something else that might make it easier to engage with everybody. Thank you for being here. I'm excited about this journey that we're going to go on. And until next time, don't be afraid to fail.